The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What is up, everybody? It is week six. I am Matthew Giraldi. And again, today we are going to be talking about my favorite stacks for week six. You know the drill by now, uh, if, you, if you've been watching this, um, I kind of go over a low price stack, a medium price stack, and a high price stack. This week, uh, again, we'll, we'll kind of do what we've done uh, the past few weeks, and we'll start with a low price stack. It's kind of interesting because this game shouldn't be as affordable as it is, given some of the some of the talent on, on one side of the ball. But I actually really like the New England Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys game, and on the Patriots side in particular. Why, why am I looking at this game? Both teams play at a pretty quick neutral pace. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are fifth and the Patriots are 14th. Another big reason right now is the injury report. Trevon Diggs for the Cowboys has missed the first two practices this week uh, with an ankle injury. If he misses this game, look, Dallas's secondary becomes just as suspect as, as we honestly thought that they were going to be heading into this year. Obviously, there's not a lot of elite talent catching the ball for the Patriots, but this game, in terms of over-under, in terms of pace, everything is kind of looking pretty good here, and it might go overlooked with some of the games that we're going to talk about in a little bit, but right now, this game has a total of 51 points. It's risen three points since the opening line. It opened up at 48 points, and now it's at 51. And again, if Diggs somehow misses his game, or if he's limited, uh, Jacoby Myers, he he comes off as, as just a great value saver. I don't really know if I want to dive down into the Nelson Aguilars and Kendrick Bourne. Hunter Henry, he's kind of come on lately, but Again, Jacoby Myers at 5,500 on DraftKings, that's beautiful. And in particular, too, because Myers might not see a lot of digs. Myers predominantly mans the slot. And Mac Jones at 5,200 on DraftKings, that, that's great. And then the other side of the ball, we kind of talked about it the last time I mentioned the Cowboys. But this game really does shape up well for Ezekiel Elliott and even Tony Pollard again. The Cowboys right now on the season... In terms of football outsiders, statistics for the run game, adjusted line yards, Dallas is number one. Their stuffed rank offensively is second. The Patriots' stuffed rank on defense is 24th. The Cowboys' second-level yards, they're first. They're the third best team in offensive DVOA in the running the ball. The Patriots right now against the run are 22nd in DVOA. So it might not be a bad idea to put Zeke Elliott and then some of these pass catchers for New England. It's a high-scoring game. It's a pretty close spread, too. So it's pretty affordable to be able to, to throw in some of those Patriots pass catchers and uh, if, if you want to run it back with Zeke. In terms of medium price, 
another high scoring game. And and this game is going to be really popular. It's the Chiefs and football team. Taylor Heineke at $5,800 on DraftKings. If you're doing cash game lineups, honestly, just, just lock him in. He's performed pretty well all season long. Terry McLaurin is in just an absolute smash spot. The the Chiefs defenders, I mean, I don't see any of these guys stopping Terry McLaurin. If McLaurin goes up against Mike Hughes, on the season, he's been targeted 26 times, uh, 16 completions against him for 210 yards, three touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 109.5 when they've targeted Mike Hughes. So on the other side of the ball, obviously, you know, it's, it's a little bit pricier playing those Chiefs. I am not going anywhere near Daryl Williams or Jarek McKinnon. Obviously, again, the injury report is going to loom large here. Tyree Kill, if he is out, it's going to probably be a situation where we're going to want to jam in Travis Kelsey. One little warning that I'm going to give on this one. So just since 2017, uh, using Rotoviz's game splits, when Kelsey has played without Tyree Kill, he hasn't really seen an increase in receptions or targets or anything like that. And his PPR points actually are lower out of that split. So, you know, it, it's a situation where I know if Tyreek's out, everybody's going to want to jam in Kelsey because he's he's all that we really have. I mean, we, we don't know if we can trust McCole Hardman. Josh Gordon, we don't know how many snaps he's going to get. Demarcus Robinson. But if, if Tyreek plays and... I mean, it, it still hasn't really come across that he won't. He's he's another play that, you know, just get, get him in there because it's one of the highest scoring games on the slate. Uh, Washington's pass defense has been abysmal all season. You know, pay attention to that injury report. Some of these guys, you know, it, it can change your entire dynamic on how you want to attack a game. But in terms of the football team's pass catchers, I mean, get, give me Heineke and McLaurin all day long. And then if I want to run it back with one, just, you know, it, it's probably going to be Kelsey or Tyreek, but either or. In terms of the expensive side, it's going to be the Rams offense against the New York football giants. We we know that they're not going to have Kenny Galladay. We know that they're not going to have Saquon Barkley. You know, there is a blowout potential here. And, and that's the one trepidation that I do have on this game is that, you know, the Rams should win this game handily this really is a situation where like i don't see them struggling they're they're practically 10 point favorites but you know the the rams defense they they really haven't been as shut down as we have come to expect over the past couple of years too i mean they're, they are giving up a little bit of points to opposing receivers and tight ends um obviously evan ingram kind of stands out a little bit he's only 3400 but Kadarius tony I harped on him recently and, you know, keep banging the drum because you know what? He's performing as long as he doesn't throw punches at anybody and get himself kicked out. I mean, he's, he's looking like the top receiver for the Giants. You know, I don't know if they'll give him the Jalen Ramsey treatment this week. I mean, they might have to because he's really all they got. But on the other side of the ball, I mean, you can target any single one of, of these receivers for the Rams. But, you know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, I mean, they're they're both in just blow-up spots again. They're going to be going up against, you know, Adoree Jackson, James Bradbury. These guys on the Giants secondary, I mean, they're just, they're not performing well. And going up against an offense like the Rams, I, I, don't, I don't see how they stop them at all. 
Daryl Henderson at 6,000, you can play the whole damn team for the Rams here. And, and I think you're going to get some, some good points. I, I hate trying to predict when he's going to go off because, you know, he, he is kind of boomer bust, but even Deshaun Jackson, I mean, you, you know that he has the history against the Giants and in, in the Meadowlands, he, he always seems to have some kind of uh, ace up his sleeve. So if you want to get a little tricky with, with the Rams pass catchers, if you think that they're going to be pretty popular, which again, you know, the, these games that I kind of went over this week, they're they're all the high scoring games, but they're all nice pace games too. Even this game, the Rams in neutral situations, they're third in pace. The Giants are ninth. It's a nice situation to have for the Rams side. And then on the Giants side, obviously, you know, if you want to run this back, it's Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram, and then, you know, Devontae Booker. I mean, at $5,400, he's in play. You know, the Rams haven't been sensational against the run. It's one of those things where I, I don't know if I trust the Giants' rushing offense more so than I don't trust the Rams to stop them. But yeah, so pretty cut and dry this week. Um, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of chalk when it comes to some of the stacks that I've mentioned outside of the the New England-Dallas game. But a lot of these stacks will be able to be paired if you want to get into the Baltimore Chargers game. Uh, that's going to be a big popular one too. Very pricey on that one. I just, you know, I, I don't really know if I want to stack that game, but I want exposure to it. If you do want to get exposure there, there there's really no way that you're going to go wrong on, on that side of the ball. Austin Eckler's in a great position. The Chargers have been pretty stingy, though, against opposing receivers. So just a heads up, too, if you are targeting Hollywood Brown, I know he's been absolutely wonderful the, the this season. Tight ends, Mark Andrews is definitely, if you want to run the Lamar Jackson to Mark Andrews and then bring it back with Austin Eckler, great way to go. It's going to be pricey, but there's a lot of affordability elsewhere on this slate. So, you know, you're, you're going to probably want to be mixing and matching some of these high scoring games and get exposure kind of all around. But yeah, if, I, if I'm looking at this game, which definitely you should be, Eckler, Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson, the, the three of them go, go pretty well together. So hop into the Discord and talk to us. Shoot, shoot some questions on there for DFS or even, you know, redraft, everything like that. Best of luck this week. Uh, enjoy the games.